0: Remember that point in time where they kept telling us that like multitasking was a great thing for productivity? (laughs) Like they fed that to us. We are still living in that world where our subconscious programming is that multitasking is good. We need to do all the things. And now research has shown us that that's not necessarily the case. Hi, I'm Alicia Wood. I'm a former TV producer turned human behavior and well-being expert living well is a constant evolution which is why each week i'm bringing you actionable tools that can help you thrive welcome to the fuel your fire podcast hello welcome 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 i'm alicia i am grateful that you're here uh, listening to the fuel your fire podcast today i'm going to talk about productivity So this can be used if you are an entrepreneur, if you work uh, in a corporate setting, if you are working on, you know, your own creative projects, in any situation in your life, just improving productivity. And when I'm saying productivity, I don't mean like, do more, do more, do more, (laughs) um, I actually really don't like the term busy. I remember walking into my chiropractor's office, love her so much. She's incredible. Um, but the conversation starter was, So, how are you? You keeping busy? And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> I decided, I don't know, maybe a year ago, maybe more, that I would eliminate busy from my vocabulary. So busy has gone from my vocabulary. I might have talked about this on the podcast before, but it's okay. It's a good reminder. I removed busy from my vocabulary and it made a difference in my life because for me, busy meant like, go, 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 go. And it was uh, kind of an anxious filled way of living life. Um, that's how it felt for me. And busy is kind of like in our society deemed as like, Oh, she's busy. She must be successful because she's really busy. And it's like, well, um, that or not the best at managing time or not the most productive with her time. So therefore she's, hustling and grinding and busy all the time. So I don't love the term busy. If you have a different relationship with the word busy, then you can have a different relationship because nothing has meaning except the meaning that we give to it. So the word busy could be like busy for somebody might be taking three naps and doing 30 minutes of work In between each of those naps, like that could be somebody's busy, and they're, you know what I mean. Like it's it's all relative. But this is about productivity, right? Like the productivity that you want from yourself that you believe will help you get you to your goals. That's what we're talking about today. So I just, I was inspired by this because I just got off of a coaching call with a client and she was struggling with being busy, feeling like, Oh, I'm doing things. So I asked her like, well, what does that look like for you? Like, what does it look like within your work? And for her, it was that she would be working throughout the day. And then she would have like, What's been coined as shiny object syndrome, like, oh, I should do that. Oh, I should do this post. Oh, I should think about this. Oh, I should uh, go clean how the, I should go fold the laundry, I should go clean the dishes. let's all these different things start coming up when you've got the task at hand. And oftentimes that happens because we're so used to doing a whole bunch of things at, at once. Remember that point in time where they kept telling us that like multitasking was a great thing for productivity <laughs> Like they fed that to us. Like, multitasking is a great thing for productivity. Like, basically, the multitasking was like the milk industry that was running all those milk ads forever, telling us that like milk was going to give us strong bones and teeth. (laughs) We were like, yes, must drink all the cow milk, must have the cow milk. And now research has shown us that that's not necessarily the case. Like, it's not actually helping us with our calcium. (laughs) So, We are still living in that world where we were trained. Our subconscious programming is that multitasking is good. We need to do all the things I can both like be on my phone on Instagram and watch a television show, which is hilarious because I know so many people do that. Cause I'll be with people. I'll be at a family gathering where I'll be around people and they're on their phones while we're watching TV or a movie or whatever. And I'm shocked by it because it's so not a part of my life. If I go to grab my phone, I pause the TV. And this is an interesting thing to check in on because that wasn't me at one point. At one point I was watching, like I'm air quoting, watching the TV because you're not watching it. If you're also watching your phone, you have no idea what's going on. Like, oh, shoot, what's happening or the show is so or the show is so crappy <laughs> that it actually doesn't matter whether or not you're on your phone because it's dragging forever and there aren't that many plot points <laughs> so you can just kind of carry on figuring out what the show's about like a sitcom is a little bit easier to follow along with because it's like joke after joke it's not like heavy content here Anyways, I don't, I don't know where I'm at with that. I just got excited. All right. Let's dial it back in. Let's dial it back in, but checking in to see when you are watching TV, are you picking up your phone? When you are working, are you picking up your phone? When you are talking to a friend, are you picking up your phone? When you're eating dinner with your family, are you picking up your phone? I'm using phone as an example. Insert whatever you're picking up or distracting yourself with here. Most people, it is a device because we become addicted to them. They're designed so that we can be addicted to them. It's consistently giving us that hit, that hit, that hit of dopamine over, and over and over and over again as we pick it up. We get a reward. Ooh, yeah, feeling good. So in order to be more productive, it's like, how can you eliminate distractions? So that might be putting your computer on do not disturb so that notifications don't come through. That might be closing other tabs so that you aren't seeing them. That might be putting your phone in another room. Look, I'm still working on this stuff. I still get distracted. I can catch myself and be like, what are you doing? Now is not the time. You are working. You are recording a podcast right now. And I actually don't even have my phone on me, which is interesting. Yeah, I literally have no idea where my phone is right now. Oh, that's exciting. Yay me. <laughs> but you can get, just catch yourself. Just get, All I'm asking, all I'm asking, all I'm asking is that you catch yourself when these things happen. And then when you have the knowledge, the awareness, the awareness that you're doing this, then you can make a choice to change it. But most people, I'm generalizing, I haven't read a study on this, but most people (laughs) are getting distracted by their phone, getting distracted by notifications, getting distracted by uh, text messages, getting distracted by an app with notifications on it getting distracted by somebody walking down the street with an interesting looking dog. What are the things that distract you from your work throughout the day? So that's the first thing. What distractions are coming into your world that you can eliminate? Another thing you can do for productivity is set a timer Set a timer for the task that you're going to work on. I've done time blocking, which is a technique by Cal Newport. It's incredible. He has a book called Deep Work, which helps you you know, go deep with your work, get focused with it. Incredible book. And then he has the time block planner, which uh, takes one of his techniques and implements it into this planner. And so what you're doing is you're literally accounting for like all of your time throughout the day in this time block planner. And so when you do that, you have certain amounts of time. So a technique that you might do is if, first of all, you can read his book and you can grab that planner. So helpful. But if you were just to do it on your own, starting tomorrow or today, what are you doing with the rest of your day? I don't know what time it is for you. (laughs) You can imagine right now is you could put a timer on for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever it is. I would start with shorter amounts of time in the beginning. That way you can start to build the habit Of it. So if you set yourself up for, I'm going to do deep work all day and I'm just going to focus on the work that I'm doing and I'm going to have no distractions. Well, like 15 minutes in, you might be like, ah, crap, I grabbed my phone. Damn it. What's the point? So if you start with 10 minutes and put on a timer and you just do deep work for 10 minutes, whatever your task is that you're working on, just work on it or however long you believe you can finish that task in, but try and make it a bit shorter than the time that you think it'll take because most things actually don't take as long as you think they're going to time expands to the container we give it so if you give it two hours it's going to take you two hours if you give it 15 minutes it'll take you 15 minutes so set a timer set a timer and then jump in get that task done when i've done this and i will say i'm still working on it i'm not like i'm not proficient at this there are days where i'm like what the hell Like, what were you doing today? You were all over the place. Um, but I just let it go. I was like, cool. I got exactly what I needed to get done today. And some days are deeper work days. I don't necessarily have like five days a week where I'm gonna go deep on my work. Some days are more about like client calls and social media posts and a little bit more freestyle with my day and my creativity and recording podcasts, all that stuff. Like, I form my week in the way I want to, but a great technique for productivity, set that timer, sit down, put away all distractions and just focus on the thing you need to do and then do it again another day and then do it again another day. And the more you do it, the more you're in the habit of doing it. And then at some point, you're not going to get distracted by your phone as much because you're in the habit of not getting distracted by your phone. Yeah. I'm giving a pause there for a reason. (laughs) You are currently in the habit of getting distracted by your phone. Cause I know when you're watching that movie and you pick up your phone to check Instagram, it's not because you're like, I need to check Instagram now. It's because you're in the habit of grabbing your phone and checking Instagram. It's the same reason why you go to your phone to like, look up a contact for something. And then you end up on Instagram (laughs) and you're like, what was I doing on my phone? And it's not until you close your phone down and go back to your computer and you're like, oh, I was looking up this. Anyway, set the timer. Set the timer, see how it works for you. And then when it does work well for you, congratulate yourself on doing that 10 minutes. Don't downplay your efforts here. Don't ever downplay your efforts, but don't downplay your efforts here. Like you're doing awesome. 10 minutes of non-distracted work. Congratulations. You're awesome. The other one for productivity is a tip that I got from Brian Tracy's book, eat that frog. It's all about doing the thing. That's like the biggest thing at the beginning of the day. So the thing you don't want to do, the thing that's going to drive the needle forward, the most, the thing that if you got that one thing done today, you're like, oh, I've made progress. This is incredible. Eat the frog. Do that thing first. Because often we can put off the thing that feels daunting until the end of the day. And then at the end of the day, you're like, I don't wanna, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna go and hang out on the couch. So eat the frog, do that thing first. The thing that you don't necessarily want to do, but you know you have to do, or you know you should do because it's going to help you. The project that feels the most daunting, get it done first. Eat that frog. Such a great book. Another one. That one's an audio one that I downloaded um, a long time ago. I should actually reread it. To be honest, until I just started telling you about it, I didn't even realize that Brian Tracy wrote it. And I've read so much of Brian Tracy's um, work at this point now that I'm like, oh, of course it was Brian Tracy. This makes a ton of sense. Anyways, getting that thing done again, I'm a work in progress. I'm not going to tell you that I do the thing that I should be doing first thing in the morning every day, but it is our most productive hours, right? We're we're fresh. Like for me, I'm like fresh. I had my morning study time. Maybe I did a workout. I had a shower on a good day and then I'm going to get to work. (sighs) I work from home. Sometimes the showers don't happen in the morning. But usually I'm feeling really fresh in the morning. I love those hours. I'm like on it. Yes, 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 yes. So tuning into those hours in the morning and going, okay, what am I going to do for me in this time? That's going to help my productivity. Not what am I going to do for other people? So I wouldn't recommend you go to the emails first. That's doing things for other people, right? They're, they're emailing you and you have to respond back. It's like, That's not necessarily driving the needle forward. It might be if you're sending out a proposal or you're sending off like a finished project or getting answers to things that are gonna help you progress forward in something. But oftentimes we're responding to emails. What if that was done later in your day? And the things that were actually helping you to move ahead and forward and move to closer to your goal, whatever your goal is or company goal. Those were the things that were done first thing in the morning before you get exhausted from making a bunch of decisions all day. And all you want to do is chill on the couch. Anyways, that's it. That's it. Those are things that I've implemented into my life. Not all of them are things that hang around all the time. Sometimes I ebb and flow with it. I wish I could tell you I was super disciplined and all of them were there. I can tell you that distraction-free living is... Like in terms of my phone, when my husband and I are sitting down for dinner, we are both in the habit of not having our phones on us. When we go to restaurants and we see people on their phones, we're always pretty shocked by it. A lot of... A lot of people are on their phones, and now more during the pandemic because so many things are on QR codes. So people are probably looking up what's for dinner, and then getting distracted in their phone and going to Instagram because they subconsciously just went there. (laughs) But for the most part, we have pretty good control over our phone for like meal times. If we're watching a movie, we like are basically policing each other. We are on it, where we're paying attention to the thing that we are doing and we are not allowing ourselves to get distracted. Or if we do, the show is stopped. Like it's paused. And then we feel this, oh, I guess I should get off my phone now because the show is stopped. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's the one that we're pretty good at staying on top of. And I'm pretty proud of that because that one's not necessarily like the easiest thing to do. Again, it's like we're glued to our phones. They're such a huge part of our lives now. So I'm really proud of myself for that. And then when you are doing these things, be really proud of yourself for the things that you do. So I could also go, well, I'm not always on top of it and I'm not, and it's fine. I'm just releasing that. I could go, oh, I'm not, I, I need to be better. I need to be better. I need to be better. And just like harp on myself and crap on myself. And it's like, what, why? That's not going to make me feel better. That's definitely not going to make me do the things. Like, I'm not going to get more productive by kicking my own butt. No, it's like some days I'm great. Some days I just ebb and flow. No matter what, I'm going to get to the goals that I want to get to. All right. That's it. Productivity. So much fun. I'm such a nerd for this stuff. I love it. I just love it. I love it. But you can also ask yourself, how could I be more productive? What would make me more productive in this situation? Like question yourself. Those questions that you ask yourself, dive into a subconscious layer where you can pull out answers where you're like, Oh yes, I could put my phone in the other room. That would help my productivity in this situation. All right. Have an epic, epic rest of your day. If you haven't left a review for this podcast yet, I would be super grateful if you did. So if you could head to the little review section and leave a review, that would be amazing. If you're on Apple, it's, I think it's easier. You can go through, um, Spotify is pretty easy as well, or wherever you are, if you can leave it amazing. Uh, you can reach out to me on Instagram, alicia.rose.wood. I love hearing from you. Uh, I love knowing that you're listening to the podcast. It means a ton. And if you think that there's somebody in your life that would appreciate this and could benefit from it, please forward the podcast along to them as well. Sharing is caring. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. Okay. Have an awesome day. Love you. Bye.